The Red Bull rant is a free-flowing conversation about soccer that may include adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Red Bull Rant. I'm Jason Ipico. I'm Pat McDonald. I'm Truman, and this is episode 74, Chaos in Chaos. So, this was a fun week, if you're a soccer fan, especially the Red Bulls. First, we have the Red Bulls Indeed. 4, yes, the Red Bulls 4-1, that's correct, 4-1 victory in Houston, a place where they had never won before. Then, on Tuesday season. night... Then on Tuesday night, Dosa Sarah volume number four. That's right. Fourth straight time, 2 nothing victory. United States over Mexico, World Cup qualifying. And United States clinches a World Cup qualifying spot thanks to Panama tying Honduras. Let's jump in with the, the Red Bulls. Uh, this was just such a great game. So I, I, I just kind of want to jump in with our... We're, we're actually starting with our dislikes because I want to end... I don't want this one to be tarnished at the end. So let's go with our dislikes. Pat, what did you hate about this game? If anything, actually. Uh, I gotta think about that, actually. Uh, what did I hate about this game? Um, go Truman first. I honestly don't know. <laughs> oh, my, mine's very simple. Uh, I actually watched the game on Unimax. That's the only channel I got to watch it. And since I don't speak Spanish, I don't know why they were talking about this, but it really irked me. They mentioned Rafa Marquez's name about six times in the first half. And I don't know why. But when I'm watching the Red Bulls, I don't want to hear Rafa Marquez's name ever. Ever. Because I'm afraid if they said it any more times, he's going to actually appear on the field. So, please, please, Unimars, let's Rafa. That's all I ask. He, he just haunts his team, doesn't he? No matter what happens. He's got, can't get away from him. He's, he's a human kibosh. <laughs> all right, Pat, you got yours yet? Yep. Uh, my big dislike of this game was that I, for some reason, forget never to check social media for anything when... Uh, you have to DVR the game because I blew the score to the game. And it was a happy mistake, but, you know, it was still a little frustrating to see what the victory was about two hours before I was able to actually watch the game. So that's really my dislike. My dislike is going to be a nitpick. That's why you got to stick to MySpace. Oh, yeah. Uh, you stick um, to MySpace, you have no problem. And Friendster, that's another good site, Friendster. <laughs> oh, I forgot about Friendster. Oh, man, we could just go down the list, can't we? Uh, but we're not going to do that here. Um, so, so my dislike's a little bit of a nitpick, but it didn't actually affect me. Um, why, and I, I talked about this a little bit last week, so we're not really going to go into it, but, uh, you know, a game you played on a 5 o'clock on NFL opening weekend is not a good idea, and I'm just going to leave it at that. It didn't it didn't affect me because the Jets played at 1, so I didn't have to worry about it, but it's just, no, NFL, stop it. Just stop. We're done with that. Um, no, here, here, so on to our, all right, so on to our uh, likes the game. Pat, you're up first. Uh, I think for my like, I'm going to have to go with uh, Eric Z- Alexander's sweet, sweet goal. That was just a sweet goal. I really like that little uh, combination there. And he is just, there's not much he's done well this season. He, he has these moments of brilliance. So uh, at least for a week, he made us forget that uh, Tim Cahill is hurt. And uh, I got to hats off to Eric Alexander. I'll give credit where it's due. So, yay. You got my like. My like is that, and I'm going to totally steal this from Jay. I hope I'm, hope I'm stealing from you. <laughs> <laughs> his guy, his guy, Lloyd Sam, has really had the coming out party in the past couple weeks. Oh, yeah. He's, he's looked sharp. Uh, the, his pass to Henri for Henri's goal, that was some sweet, sweet stuff right there. That was sweet. And uh, all right. I, I think he's finally going to fulfill all of Jay's expectations. It only took the entire season. So, I got to say, who who called it at the beginning of the year? And who was laughed at when he called Lloyd Sam for breakout player of the year? Well, I, I think... I think, what, 20-something games in, it was pretty easy to laugh at. <laughs> he wasn't even looking at the field. It was a laughable fact, like, a month ago. <laughs> yes. But, but, I did call it. And, uh, hey, I'm giving you credit. And, I just gave it to you. And, and, and granted, granted, it, I could still be completely wrong. It could be that Lloyd Sam tanks the rest of the year. But at this point, that completely out of left field prediction, come on. I, I think that should automatically win our prediction contest, just because I, I called that. That's... 
that, I know it won't happen. I think, but that's I, what I think if you look back, I said Alave. I think. I don't know. I hope I didn't say a spindle, which is also could have very well happened. <laughs> Oh man, if you called a spindle, that'd be amazing. But no, actually, I'm, that I'm wasn't. Gonna but that actually wasn't going to be my like. Surprisingly enough, that was not going to be my like of this game. I actually kind of have two. Uh, the first one to be real quick. I found a way to watch this game live. I'm going to leave it at that. I'm not going to explain how, but I was able to watch this game live. My other, totally the, the bigger. Not going to. I'm not going to divulge this one. I was able to watch live. I'll tell you guys off the air, but I'm not going to. This one, I'm not going to broadcast. Um, my bigger like for this one is that the refereeing wasn't something to complain about. And it's sad that no, that's a like of mine, but but it's uh, it, with how MLS refs have been this year. The fact that there was nothing to complain about with the referees is a good thing. Nope, I was actually gonna, I was going to mention that, but I figured I'd go with the Lloyd Sanders instead. But yeah, I'm totally with you on that. <laughs> All right, so for the, the predictions from this game, I called a one nothing victory. Pat one nothing. Truman had a one nothing loss. Zach two nothing loss. Pete a two one loss. Kevin a two two draw. So uh, myself and Pat get the win. We need the rest Ooh. of the scores. So now the standings are: Pat is sole leader in first place with 19 points. Oh yeah. Tr- Truman, Pete, and myself at 18. Zach at 15. Kevin at eight. So there you go. And, and, and uh, at this point, I'm not even going to bother mentioning Craig anymore. Just throwing it out there. Um, from the pa- fantasy point of view, none of us moved around. I'm still ninth. You're Truman's still 16th. Pat's still 21st. Um, there's a little bit of movement within the group, but not nothing earth shattering. I think at this point everybody's kind of pretty set in where they're going to end up. So pretty much, yeah. All right, um, real quick, we're going to talk more with Pedro about this more, but um, I want to do a quick like and dislike for the United States game. So let's start with a dislike, Pat. Or do you need Truman to go again? Uh, both games or just the U.S. or just the Mexico game? Eh, let's do it for both. Why not? Uh, so like and dislike for cumulative, right? Yes, we're going to go for the Costa Rica match and the Mexico match. Okay, All right, my uh, dislike. Uh, for the Costa Rica match would have to be the fact that the, uh, would be Michael Roscoe. I mean, that, uh, you know, it, it is, you know, let me rethink, rethink that. Uh, my dislike will be for once will be Clinton, who has actually been pretty much perfect all season long for putting Michael Roscoe right back. Uh, as bad as he was and as much as you want to raise some ire at the guy for how he played that position, um, that's not his position. He's a center back. Uh, you know, and granted, there have been some center backs in the U.S. national team who have been able to fill in it right back, but Michael Roscoe is not one of them. So um, that's my uh, dislike uh, for Klinsman throwing him kind of into the fire when he really shouldn't have. My dislike is that uh, I don't have the sports. So I didn't have a chance to watch the game. So it's a stupid <laughs> network, and, uh, yeah, that's a stupid network. Um I'm actually going to have two, two dislikes. First was Michael Bradley getting hurt before the game. I, it happens, yeah. I know, but it just it just completely sucks that right before Costa Rica, he just had to get hurt. Um, second, the totally legal stream that I was watching for on uh, Friday night, for some reason, it was like, I think like five minutes into the second half, it switched to Spanish broadcast for some reason. It was still BN, just the language switched. No idea why, but it happened. So, Yeah. All right, so what do we like the the most? And I'm pretty sure these are coming out of the Mexico game, but so what do we like about the United States this past uh, weekend? Uh, I, know, I was actually ready to say something. I was ready to go game by game. Oh well, uh, now I got things done for Mexico. Well, if you want, uh, if you want to give a dis, if you want to give a like for Costa Rica, go ahead. Yeah, uh, my uh, my like for Costa Rica, and I think a lot of people are going to be shocked by it, is actually Omar Gonzalez. I think he is starting, and even though I didn't think he was as good as a lot of people thought he was against Mexico, I think he really is starting to settle down into that position, and he's now starting to look more and more like a bright spot for this team uh, going forward. So uh, as bad as everybody was in that Costa Rica match, um, I'm going to say my like is going to actually go to Omar Gonzalez. I think he, he it could have been much worse if there were a couple of uh, plays he did not essentially destroy. And uh, if you want to give one for Costa Rica, too, go, go, no, uh, go ahead. Too, go ahead. I, I didn't plan on it, but... Oh, well, I'm just going to give it a quick one. My like was that uh, the game was on being split, and I didn't have to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, is uh, it great when your thing works out? Has, has anyone, what? by the way, has anyone seen that NFL apparel, uh, women's apparel commercial where every chick oh, in the God. commercial is hot except the Giants girl? No, boo. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't notice that, but I just hate that commercial to begin with, so. 
I kind of tuned it out after like the first. That's not the part that bothers me. It's, (laughs) it's just, and and I understand the reasoning. I I know this is getting off topic, but I understand the reasoning for marketing NFL gear towards women. But just, just stop it. People buy (laughs) are already buy the gear. You don't really need to advertise it. It's not like MLS where they need to sell the 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 apparel to get money. The NFL people are going to buy your shit. Just show the game. That's all. MLS commercials is pretty much like, please, we need money, buy the jersey, buy it from MLSsoccer.com, don't buy it on eBay, please. Uh, all right, so like, since you guys were going to give one for each, what were your likes for the Mexico game? We want to do dislikes first? Or, uh, Okay, I thought we were doing dislikes for both, but go ahead. All right, dislike for the Mexico game, yeah, probably should have, that would have, been, that would have made more sense, wouldn't have. Uh, just like for the Mexico game, about four days before the game, I had to turn down tickets to it. Oh. I had yeah, to. I, I, the, the, I mean, the cool thing is I got to. The cool thing is I did was able to hook some friends up with those tickets. But uh, and they, one of them has a video of uh, Landon Donovan's goal from their seats, which it was on that side. So um, I'm going to try and post that to our Facebook page uh, soon. But uh, yeah. That was my big dislike. I just, I didn't have, I've been so effing busy this week. I just could not get out to Columbus. And, uh, yeah, that sucked. Yeah, that's pretty much my dislike. I needed to go to the game. That's right. Gotta wait four years. Uh, I didn't buy tickets. I didn't plan on going out there. I really wish I had, but, yeah. So, anyway, uh, like of the Mexico game. Uh, Pat, you're up. Dos, uh, dos, uh, cero, dos, uh, cero, dos. Uh, that was actually terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I, I, I think, I, I think I just gotta like the score. I gotta like the score. I gotta like that I posted dos cero on Facebook as a status, and my, a friend of mine who's a Mexican national team fan was like, I was expecting this to happen. I was like, Yeah, you were. You just gotta love dos cero. It is in their heads like no tomorrow for that team. Um. You know, they will break it someday. They will. But it's just, it's, oh, it's just, uh, sorry, that was a reaction to something in the NFL game. Uh, it's just so nice to have it four straight times and to qualify while beating Mexico. Uh, it's, yeah, it's going to be fun. Yeah, I'm going to pile on the like and just say when every single piece of TIFO to start the game with <laughs> rubbing that floor in your face and then you just do it again. It's great. It's oh, a yeah. fantastic feeling. Uh, my like of that game. It's actually kind of hard to pick one, aside from the, you know, the obvious score one of the Dos Acero. But I want to try to be a little different here. Um, hmm. What to go with? I could go with Dempsey almost prob- probably intentionally missing the penalty kick to keep it 2 nothing. Could probably go with Eddie Johnson trying to get paid. Uh, I could probably... You know what? How's this? Dan- uh, Landon Donovan's eye infection. <laughs> only because... <laughs> oh, oh, only because... Only because you, you can play off the whole, and I hate to use this reference because I, this guy is an absolute dick, but the whole Kurt Schilling bloody sock metaphor fits perfectly with Donovan and his eye. It, it really does. Obviously, you know, this game, obviously this game is not the same importance as like a game seven of a, of a ALCS, but I mean, I, I, I thought it was going to happen. I, I guess it didn't really happen that way. Like people didn't notice it, but that, that's what, that's my like is, that he played through it, and he had a, a pretty good game, despite the fact he was playing with one eye. Yeah, it's still pretty crazy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, on that note, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll have on with us Pedro Gomes from the podcast Off the Bench. We'll be back right after this. Welcome back to Rebel Rant. Once again, we want to welcome back to the show Pedro Gomes, the MLS super sub. Pedro, welcome back. Thanks, guys. It's been a while. I, I, I feel as though something was missing from my life. <laughs> I'll tell you what, what uh. was missing from your life, and, and then you can talk about it. I'm just going to give you three words, just three. Okay. Dos, ah, zero. Go ahead. Talk. Dos, zero. Let me tell you, the... Um, that that phrase, I think, has quickly become the catchphrase or the phrase that defines the U.S. men's national team, isn't it? Oh, yeah. With that, Dad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, let me ask you this. If we can continue to rack up Dos Acero scores in Columbus, Ohio, for the next 20 years, would you take that over making the finals or the semifinals of a World Cup? Mm. Hmm. 
I'm, t- I'm talking 20 so years of continuous dominance. 20 years? Oh, I don't know. Uh, that, well, that, I, I, I assume, I'm assuming that those 20 years of dominance over Mexico would also involve making the World Cup anyway, so I'm fine with that. <laughs> and, and, and I guess what I should say is, it's 20 years of dominance of Dos Aceros, or 20 years of dominance by Mexico, but we make a World Cup final or a semifinal. How about that? that? That's a more intriguing question, I suppose. I'll take the World Cup. Yeah, yeah, if that, go, if that go was World Cup, we haven't seen it. Yeah, I mean, come on. That's if, if you're talking a World Cup title, then yeah, that's no. No, no, not the title. Just making the final. Oh, so you don't, well, don't still even seeing the title. Right. <laughs> still, even fair. seeing the title would probably be worth it. So, all right, fair enough. Yeah, I mean, look, you guys want to talk about the game? Uh, absolutely. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what the hell? Why not? <laughs> Let's talk about that good old U.S. national team game. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I think I'd said earlier on, uh, like, basically Wednesday morning that the rest of the week it's pretty much downhill from here, isn't it? Because, <laughs> uh, I mean, oh boy, Toronto on Saturday, woo! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, unless, like, the four guys who hit, like, for 250 grand on Powerball or Mega Millions were men's national team fans, and everybody else pretty much has had a downhill slide from there. Those guys probably had an uphill game. Um <laughs> But the likelihood that those four guys are soccer fans as well in America, probably not high. No, not in the least. Yeah. But um, now, now I'm gonna wait for the best. I have I have a really good question for you guys, but I don't want to pop my pop my load too quick on you. So I'm gonna keep it in my back pocket, <laughs> and and we're we're gonna do a little U.S. men's national team foreplay here, okay? And then we're gonna lead up to that big crescendo. Sounds good to me. This, <laughs> so, this might be the this might be the first episode of Rebel Rant where we're getting interviewed, but okay. I'm down oh, with it. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. I, well, you know, I didn't have. I, I didn't, well, Luke and I didn't record today, so I, I'm I'm really itching for some soccer talk. And my wife just at this point, she just looks at me. And she's like, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. In fact, in fact, Clint Dempsey missed a penalty kick, which she loves. Clint Dempsey, by the way. I was like, yes, that's why I love this guy because he missed that penalty kick on purpose. She was like, why would he miss miss it on purpose? And I was like, why, why? Only because dos acero. That's why. <laughs> like, I don't get it. And I was like, I know. I know you don't get it. But Clint Dempsey does. So don't worry. <laughs> that, that, that's probably the most intentionally bad penalty kick ever taken in U.S. soccer history. Wasn't it? That was a step up ass pocket. <laughs> that was terrible. Terrible. It, it, it's it's probably the equivalent of like the the four the you know the intentional miss free throw in basketball where the guy just literally dinks it right off the rim you know <laughs> oh, yeah. like basically just shot puts the ball like right to the front rim and everyone's like oh yeah it, now really 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 wants to do here is get the bounce of the ball up the fall right back into his uh, teammates hands to get the rebound and put the to put the basket in the biscuit in the basket but <laughs> there's there's no backboard in soccer so that just basically went out of bounds but. Um, there really should be though for a play like that. They really just knock the ball back in bounds. Just let, let let them finish playing. You know, like no, you're not allowed to do that. <laughs> I think they call that arena soccer. Yeah, arena there soccer. you go. MISL boys is starting up soon. Baltimore. Uh, God damn, why can't I not remember that name? Baltimore Blast. <sighs> Baltimore Blast, defending champions. There you go. There you go. That's right. You guys, uh, you guys pretty much cleaned the house last season, but uh, don't worry. My uh, my Syracuse Knights are going to come back with a vengeance. All right, I, I know we're getting off topic here, but yeah. Syracuse, you got to tell whoever runs the the video stuff at Syracuse to stop the T-shirt time video because <laughs> it's annoying when I watch it on the live stream. It makes sense in the arena, but on the live stream, it's annoying. And since all they do is show what's on the video board, it just annoys the crap That's out of me. You know what? Um, I totally agree. There's, there's nothing like watching a guy with a giant t-shirt can and go at it for like five minutes, you know? Oh, wait, hold on, no, no, no. You, you know yeah. what's better is a mascot doing it instead of a, a, a person. Oh, I mean, you're right. On. He's got to do it. <laughs> you mean the, 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 the mascots aren't people? Yeah, right? <laughs> well, okay, I'm sorry, no. They're not people, but I mean, they're not people. What the hell? <laughs> no, 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 no. See, I, I get this because um, I'll say this because uh, Baltimore Bohemians, the, the PDL team, their mascot is Mr. Bo, who really it's just a giant head is is, the, is really the costume. Okay. And first of all, I feel sorry for the guy because he's running around in 
the middle of summer Baltimore, which is humid as hell, yeah. with a full tux on and this foam head. And then on top of this, then he has the t-shirt cannon that he starts firing off at halftime. So I can't imagine, <laughs> I can't imagine what that does to him. I mean. But just think of all the chicks he gets at the bar later on when he tells them like, hey, you know who Mr. Bo is, right? The best part is I have, I have his trading card. What? <laughs> yeah. Was it, was it printed uh, at home and like laminated at home by somebody to have like a real company print trading cards for that mascot? It, it looked, it looked pretty real. I gotta admit it. It was wow. kind of amazing. Yeah. Pulling out all the stops down there for the, for the Bohemians. Yeah, all yeah, 150 fans. The <laughs> all right, all right. I, I, I'm going to do my best. I know I took you guys for a huge tangent, but we're, I, I, will, I will pull us back to the U.S. men's national team. I promise. Right now. It's going to happen. Do you guys feel that? Do you feel that? Oh, yeah. you feel that? Yeah. Part? You feel something. Yeah. All right. So let's set the stage. It's a big deal. It's Mexico, U.S. Columbus, Ohio, the gem of the American soccer culture. Let me me ask you this. You are Clint Dempsey prior to the game. What do you tell those guys on your way out? We're talking about his teammates? Yeah. I mean, he's the captain. I mean, he was the captain. I don't don't know if he is the captain. That's debatable, but he was the captain. I think he tells them, hey, guys, uh, you see my big contract from MLS? What a bunch of suckers. Oh, yeah, let's go play this game. Cool. Anybody else? Uh, Sosa Yes, yes, yes. Of course he does. What else would he say? That's all he has to say. It's like the only, it's the quickest and the best like pep talk ever given. And then, and then after that, he pulls Eddie Johnson aside and say, "Listen, if you score tonight, you have to make some sort of gesture that you gotta get paid." Uh, hey. Somebody pay the man, please, will you? Because it's not blatantly <laughs> obvious to everybody who watches him lately that he did, probably deserves a bigger contract. Uh, oh, yeah. What a jack wagon. But anyway, I digress. Um, but about the game, right? We want to talk about the game, don't we? Of course. We probably should at some point. You know, it, 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 it's so hard to talk about the game. Because every time I go to talk about the game, I just remember that we won. And I'm just so happy that my brain just can't think of anything else. It's just like, hey, we won. But let's not forget, we did have a terribly, terribly crap first half. Do you agree? Oh, yeah. uh, first 20 minutes. like Just like Costa Rica, first 20 minutes I thought was pretty bad. And then I thought the... Uh... I thought, like, uh, the Mexican side, they just kind of calmed down uh, and uh, kind of became more even before the, uh, you know, before the second half, which is obviously much, much better. So, Anybody actually, else? You, 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 I was going to say, on, on top of what he said, um, yeah, Mexico came out flying, but I think the difference between Costa Rica and Mexico had to be, and I, I, we're going to keep saying this a lot on the show, but Dos Acero, I mean, you have to think that that was in the back of their heads that whole time, and even though they came out flying, that there, there was some sort of mental block because of it that just stopped them from being able to score. I mean, yeah, there's definitely that, and obviously they have so much turmoil going on, you know, in that locker room and the media. I mean, those guys must have walked in there with the equivalent of, like, two, you know, Empire State buildings on their shoulders, you know, like the amount of, like, pressure that was just on everybody's shoulders in that game. The coach, I mean, I don't think the coach cares. The coach, I think, knew he was fired, right? So that has to factor in this guy. This guy knows. He's like, well, that's it. You know, whatever. Do whatever you guys think is going to keep you guys on the team because I'm out of here tomorrow anyway. But, I mean, there's that. And, and I think kind of like the the big the biggest thing for me was the pressure. You know, Costa Rica, we didn't have – I don't think – I can probably count on two hands how many times a U.S. men's national team player in the Costa Rica game received the ball without a guy nipping at his heels. You know what I mean? Like, I felt like yeah. every single pass we – received or made was under pressure in Costa Rica for the entire game. Mm-hmm. Um, and we don't handle that well. I don't know if you – every single men's national team I've seen in the last couple of years, whenever the other team presses us and, and, and really attacks us, you know, in defense and just kind of presses us, like, very, very hard, we get flustered. We, we, we lose composure and we cough the ball up. That's what we do. Now, the hard part is not everybody can do that for 90 minutes straight unless you're Barcelona, you know. So the good thing is not a lot of teams can keep that type of pressure up, and I think that's what Mexico found out. They found out after 27 minutes, like, man, it's hot. For some reason, it's hot in Columbus, Ohio in September, which is beyond me. But, you know, it's hot, and they started getting tired, I think, and they, they, they eased up the pressure. And once they eased that pressure up, man, the entire field tilted in our direction. Um, we weren't sharp in our, first, in our chances towards the end of the first half, but we had 
five possession, and we were able to create some stuff going forward. You know, Bedoya on the right was getting loose. Um, Landon and Eddie Johnson on the left were getting loose and combining well. There was there were signs heading into the second half that we were starting to really tip the scales, and that it was just a matter of us getting our heads out of our asses and starting to actually be sharper. You know, it was you know we had ideas, we just weren't sharp. You know. Yeah. And I, yeah. I oh, think yeah. the way uh, no, I was just going to say the way it seemed uh, Mexico's strategy was. I think they came out flying because they figured if they can score early, then they're going to play to hang on. Because I, I I think they knew once the game went on, the chance of them scoring just got less and less. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I could I could totally see that. I think what you're saying is basically you know go out, get that first goal, um, break the Dosacero kind of uh, ghost, and then hang on for dear life. Is basically what you're saying, right? Yes, exactly. Hmm. Yeah, but that's tiring. I think they got tired, man, for like 20 minutes. I honestly do. I just think they realized that they weren't going to be able to do it for the whole game. And and, and I think that was that was really in our favor, um, to be honest, because I felt as though if they kept pressuring us like they did in the first 20 minutes or 25 minutes or whatever, then I think we would have been in trouble, to be honest. We probably could have gotten a set-piece goal, um, which, by the way, is kind of our bread and butter, is it not? Oh, yeah. Land into EJ. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Land Donovan served in a fantastic fantastic free kick near the end of the second half uh first half um it didn't it didn't amount to anything but it was a beautifully kind of like you know ball sent to the back post with pace wasn't floated in and and it got on the head of i forget who it was but they weren't able to get on target but man that was some free kick and i think we were missing that while landon was gone you know that free kick a guy who could really send in a good free kick oh yeah yeah, no, Landon is definitely a – he's come back with a vengeance, and he's back to where he used to be. And uh, thank God, not a, not a, uh, a moment too soon. So it's, uh, hopefully he can keep us up through Brazil, and uh, <clears throat> he can have a nice little uh, World Cup. What will probably be his World Cup swan song. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, for sure. There's not much hair so, left to get through any more World Cups. I mean, this is it. <laughs> um, let's move away to Red Bulls. Uh, i got to ask you, do, do you ever – Expect that in the same day the New York Jets and the New York Red Bulls would win? Uh, no, never in my never in my adult life. <laughs> and, and, and to be honest, the Jets should have lost that game. Oh no, no, I, I completely agree. It was all Tampa's yeah. fault for the for that to happen. But hey, whatever, I mean, I'll take it. So uh, yeah. it was just one of those weird things that just it won't happen uh, again. Don't, don't forget last season the Jets. I know we're totally going off topic now, but last season the Jets. Started off the season with a fantastic blowout of the Bills, and I was like, "Oh my God, this is it! We're not going to be as terrible as I thought we were going to be." And then we proceeded to basically run ten pounds of diarrhea down our pants for the rest of the season. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I don't know, man. I'm I'm optimistic about this uh, Geno Smith kid. So we'll see. He's anybody's better than Mark Sanchez. I mean, I I'd rather put a traffic cone with duct tape and a, and a football, you know, attached to the top of it out there on the field as my quarterback than Mark Sanchez. So at least that wouldn't fumble the ball. Yeah, which I think the sports <laughs> center just, they had to forcibly retire the butt fumble from the not top 10. Cause I think it was like a record a hundred something like straight days. I mean, uh, who doesn't like to see a good butt fumble though? You mean, Red you, is there another Red butt fumble that I'm not aware of? No, but I'm sure it's happened somewhere. <laughs> Probably like a Pee Wee Wee game or something. Who knows? <laughs> but um, but yeah, man. Can, can we talk about Thierry Henry a little bit? I like that guy. <laughs> Go for it. You, you like his goal pose? His little goal pose afterwards? Dude, I don't know what you guys thought about that, but to me, the first thing I thought in my head was that he's like, he's just, I think it was a kind of a jab at all the guys that said that he's just, basically hanging out, not working hard, chilling throughout most of the game. And and I think that's what he did. I think he stroked the, the hanging out, you know, on the corner kind of pose, on the goal post, just, you know, hanging out. It's what I do, score goals, no big deal. You guys, <laughs> what do you guys think that goal post uh, stance meant? I, I love it because when he when he scores too often, you don't get those celebrations. Yeah. When he gets in a slump, then he has that real douchey celebration. Those are the ones I like. That's a really good point. I never really thought about that. You're right. When he's... When he's, like, in his groove and scoring goals, he's always like, give me the ball. We have to keep on playing. Let's go. No celebration. Come on. We must keep going. <laughs> the game is not over. Come on. By the way, I, I do a terrible French Thierry Henry, but my German Thierry Henry is fantastic. <laughs> but, did, you le- um, did, you, did you learn from the Dave Martinez School of Impressions? Yeah, of course. I mean, come on. <laughs> Doesn't everybody? I think he has a YouTube channel set up just for it. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah. But, yeah, I, I think you're right. I, I, I totally agree with that. I hadn't even thought about that. The more he scores, the more he's, like, angrier, right? I feel like angry Thierry comes out when he's, like, scoring goals and, like, douchey kind of cocky Thierry comes out when he's in a slump. And I like that guy better anyway. Yeah, he's, he's more fun to watch. For sure. But, I mean, I, I do also prefer goals, so I don't know. It's tough. Toss-up. Uh, it's, it's always a toss-up, but... You guys, guys want to hear a funny story about Thierry Henry? Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, come on. That's a, this is my German Thierry Henry. Yeah, come on. <laughs> you have to keep on playing. The game is not over. Come on. You got the ball <laughs> But, uh, you know that, uh, that, like, team signing event they had not too long ago? A couple of weeks yeah. ago, mm-hmm. I think it was. Well, my, my mom and dad went on my behalf because I couldn't make it. So I told my mom, I was like, hey, you know, whatever you do, she was all excited. She's like, I get to meet all the guys? Can I take pictures with them? I'm like, sure, whatever you want to do. I mean, as long as you don't get arrested, you know? Um, and so I gave her my Thierry Henry jersey, and she walks up to his line, and she's like, uh, this one is for my son. And Thierry Henry's like, oh, that's, that's, that's great. How, how old is your son? My mom's like, 31. And he starts laughing. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> Isn't that great? <laughs> he laughed at me, guys. Oh, yes, he would. Did he at least sign a jersey? <laughs> yeah, of course he signed his jersey. Of course he would. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, it was hilarious. My mom was like, well, you know, he lives really far away. He comes to the games, but, you know, he just couldn't make it. He was a week. And he was like, oh, it's okay. And then she was like, can you sign the soccer ball? That's for my granddaughter. She plays a lot of soccer. And he's, she's like, how old is she? She's like, eight months. <laughs> he laughed again. <laughs> My mom basically is drunk 99% of the time, guys. It's just, but she's not. She's, she's not an alcoholic. She's 100% sober, but you wouldn't be able to tell. Trust me. <laughs> That's awesome. Anyway, so Thierry Henry knocking in goals. You know, life's good, right? I, I, I think every week, Pecky and Thierry Henry should just have a, a like, just have like a land on him. It has to have his kind of like sabbaticals. Thierry Henry, Pecky, you should just have like a trade a boxing match after every practice, you know? Yeah, be like the end of Rocky Three. Of, uh, the first rule of Red Bull Fight Club is you don't talk about it. That's true, of course. Sorry about that. God, what was I thinking? I don't know. But, but you think you think that was a turnaround though? You, you, do you think like benching him is is the is the point in this season that kind of turns us around and gets us playing like like we're good and like we should? Well, that that was actually going to be my question for you, but apparently we have switched this entire show around. I don't know what podcast <laughs> this is anymore, but it, it's nice to be a guest. Um, you know, so happy to be a guest. Are we supposed to interpret this as they have finally got their shit together or are they going to play Toronto and have another score and draw home and everyone's going to lose their mind? Uh, that's highly likely um, because, you know, why the F not? Because that's just how we roll. But um, I don't think so. I honestly don't. I mean, I, the Toronto game last night, man. Oh. Somebody, <laughs> somebody jabbed me in the face with like a pitchfork that's really hot. Yeah, I gotta admit, at one point last night, I was like, "Hey, I can watch soccer tonight." And I'm like, "Oh, it's Toronto, Chicago. Uh, maybe I'll do something else." <laughs> I mean, I had it on, but I didn't watch most of it. Like, my wife was like, "Are you actually watching this?" I'm like, "Yeah." I'm like, "I don't really want to. It's hurt. It's not exciting." I was like, "But you know, maybe something's gonna happen, and I have to watch it." You know, otherwise, it was like watching a really bad game of guys just knocking the ball back and forth aimlessly. And I was like, "Oh, oh, it's so bad." So bad, but yeah. So, I mean, basi- so basically, it, I was gonna say basically last night was work for you then, just to watch the game. Yeah, it was. Dude. It, it honestly felt like a chore. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. It was. There were the days you're like, oh, I really enjoy watching MLS, and then you're like, oh, this one's terrible. Turn it off, please. I, I was like praying for a thunderstorm to knock out my electricity. I was like, just give me a reason not to watch this, please. Yeah, there should never be a time where you feel like you have to watch Toronto because it's just. It's just a night in the year is what it is. You're pretty much the wax back guy yelling out nonstop and you have to watch Toronto on two plays. <laughs> they, um, they're pretty bad, aren't they? I mean, the greatest part about Toronto FC is that no matter what, they'll always make the Red Bulls look like a top-notch organization, top to bottom. So you got to give them credit for that, right? Except for when yeah. Oh, yeah. we tied them 0-0. I mean... <laughs> I mean, come yeah, on, but it's not. Yeah, they're they're our bitch in Red Bull Arena. Yeah, but I mean, that's not going to happen again. We, I I think I think we're done with that. You got you got to understand this game yesterday. You know, they're they're already coming up a midweek game. We're gonna have them at home. You know, we're gonna have our our Hyde face. Wait, which one's the good one, Hyde or Jekyll? Uh, Jekyll, uh, Jekyll's the bad one. Okay, good. We're gonna have our Hyde face on, yes, right? <laughs> yeah. We're gonna have our high face on. Don't worry about that. Toronto, Toronto right now is so defeated emotionally, 
organizationally that basically would, whichever youth team they trot out there at halftime would probably put up as stiff a competition as Toronto will, to be honest. You know, I, I was at, at the, you say that, but I was at the, the, uh, the DC game, I think during halftime, I think I actually saw one of the Pee Wee teams score like two or three goals. So it's very possible. Yeah, it's <laughs> very possible. But not that bad. There's a lot of young talent in Jersey. I don't know if you're aware of this. What kind of kid is a soccer? We're good at soccer in Jersey, yeah. They like to kick the ball around a bit. Yeah, we make Michael Bradley's over there. They make uh, Juan Agudelo's over there. Josie, Josie you know. Yeah, Josie's, I think, from New Rochelle. Oh, no, that's, um, I always confuse Josie with uh, Edson Buttle. Edson Buttle's from New Rochelle, isn't he? I don't know. I thought you were going to say Ray Rice. I thought you were going to say Ray Rice, too. I was going to be like, wow, way off. <laughs> <laughs> now, Edson Buttle's definitely a... Uh, a New Yorker. Okay. Tim, Tim Howard. Tim Howard's jersey. Timmy. Yeah, Timmy Howard. You got the Miolas. You got the Hearts. You got all those guys. I mean, you know, Jersey, what they do is they, they play soccer, at least when they're young. And then they make some pretty decent professionals later on. But, um, yeah, I'm pretty sure those guys take on Toronto, those little kids. Sure. Why not? So, actually, speaking of Toronto, I saw this um, yesterday. Is it uh, Dave Miller, the former mayor of Toronto, sent a public letter to the Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment Company, which I think is the group that owns TFC. Yeah, yeah. Basically saying, to, to, to summarize it in one one sentence, get your shit together. That's basically what he told them. So when you're the yeah. former mayor of the city coming down on you, there, there's 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 trouble there. Well, I mean, I don't know the whole story. Someone sent, I saw an article floating around yesterday. I didn't get a chance to read it, but apparently this guy's like in good company with with uh, Anthony Weiner. Uh, he's apparently had some sort of sexual scandals in his past. So um, take that with a grain of salt and, you know, get your ass well. together when, you know, you're handing out nudies of yourself. But, um, but yeah, no, still, I mean, you're right. But you know what? He is right, though. They should get their shit together, man. There has not, there's been no lack of money spent in Toronto. I think for years, if not even still, maybe not anymore because they offload a lot of the roster. But for the last like three to four years, Toronto's had like the highest or second highest pay, like second highest payroll behind like L.A. and in New York. I mean, like ridiculous, ridiculous amounts of money being thrown around there, and they just don't know how to use it. Toronto FC is the reason why MLS needs to hold teams' hands. When people say, hey, let MLS kind of let their let their reins off the clubs, let the clubs manage themselves, they'll know what they're doing, MLS can only have a point to Toronto and say, say, look, if we let Toronto FC do whatever the hell they want with their money, they would have been bankrupt five years ago because these guys are a bunch of retards. And, you know, and that's an insult to people with mental disabilities everywhere because, you know, you know, Toronto FC doesn't even try. You know what I mean? They don't even try hard. They, 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 they're so knee-jerk with their signings and with their front office. Office, you know, appointees, except for Tim Lywicki. Other than that, man, I mean, it's just bad. It's just bad all around, and it's a shame because they have they had you know before the Pacific Northwest got all like you know King Kong on us. Uh, they had you know one of the best supporters in the whole you know North America. I won't say the whole country because they're technically Canadian, I think, right? Technically, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Technically, yeah. So I don't know, man. It's it's a shame to be honest. There are a mess. New York has going to have no problem cleaning. Clean. I, honestly, I think it's going to be like 4-1, dude. I, I'm giving you a 4-1 prediction. And you know what the sad part is? That's not really a bold prediction for this game. No. No. It's not. No. Not at least. In fact, if the, Bulls don't, if the Red Bulls don't score that. four, it's a disappointment. Yeah. I mean, you put yeah, up four in Houston. Yeah, like, Houston yeah, like, going to goals against this terrible Toronto team. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, like, knock them out of the park. I was gonna say, if, send them packing. If you put, if you put up four against Houston, which granted is really was really with injuries and national team call ups, but that team is still better than Toronto. So if you can't put up four against Toronto to do that to Houston, there's something wrong. Yeah, Houston reserves are still better than the Toronto first team, and you have to take a look at this too. This is a statement game right now. We're actually within within striking distance of the supporter shield. You know. I mean, it's as crazy as it seems, New York could still end up being the best team in this league throughout the season, which is mathematically possible, but I think mentally impossible to even uh, 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 believe that. But in order to actually have people take that seriously and to actually have positive progress for that, you have to demolish a crap team like TFC. Because we tripped before, and once we tripped, everyone's like, no, we're not a good team. Great teams are good teams destroy these types of bad teams. And New York has an opportunity here to take that bad team and snap them like, like, like a Stella Doro, you know, breadstick. <laughs> I was going to go Slim Jim, but yeah, that's good enough. Or Slim Jim. Snap it to a Slim Jim. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> The uh, man does not like Toronto and the sea, by the way. Uh, so and the kicker for the Jets, the Patriots, and they forfeited. Yay! <laughs> White flags all around. Uh, on that note. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, honestly, you have to destroy TFC. I'm going to leave it at that. Thierry Henry needs to continue scoring. Bradley Wright Phillips, I like this kid, man. I kid. 28 or whatever, but I'm always going to call him a kid. I like this guy, um, and I think he's a great compliment. He's actually not a bad target forward. He's not great at it. He's really tiny, but the guy can jump, and he actually does a decent job when the defenders are under pressure and they lob it forward. He does a decent job of either flicking it onto somebody or, you know, basically maintaining possession one way or another, and I like that. And he's got the ability to run in behind guys as well. So there's that type of, you know, dual purpose that I think really fits in as that as that forward up top for this team, which we were desperately needing because Thierry Henry is not a target forward. Never has and never will be. Oh, yeah, definitely. Right. Uh, no, and, it, it, and he definitely does more with the ball than uh, Spindler does, for sure. That guy's terrible, isn't he? <laughs> well, hopefully he never sees the field again. No, no, dude. I wonder if Petke yelled at Thierry Henry because he basically told the front office to trade for a, for a Spindola, and Pecky was like, you son of a bitch! I never liked that guy. He sucked. Now he's on my team, and I hate you for it. I don't know what the hell you were thinking. That was the worst decision ever. And Thierry Henry was like, but, but coach, he was doing so well for RS. I have to come here, and I want to play with him, okay? Is that okay? I don't care. Cooper had to go. Spindola had to come. That is it. Final. He was like, no, I like Cooper. He was a soft teddy bear who scored goals. <laughs> That'll be interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Jerry, get to the chopper. <laughs> Come on, get to the arena. Score now. Come on. Come on, Mr. Neal. What are you doing, Jasmine? I'm looking at the girly man. I don't know what's going on right now. Remember when I promised to kill you last? I lied. If you were looking for impressions, this was a show to tune in for. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, if you're looking for if you're looking for good impressions. This is not the show to tune in. No, it's not. No, no, we didn't say good. We just said impressions. Yeah. Hashtag impressions. Hashtag not very right. good. <laughs> By the way, I love right. that Ask Doctor Joe Twitter handle. It's so good. It's so good. Oh god. So Doctor Joe, what do you think about this handball? It was a ball that touched the guy's hand on purpose, thus it's a penalty. But it couldn't be, or it could have been, or it might not have been. I don't know. We'll have to see what the referee says, but he should have called it. <laughs> I don't know. Sounds like, Simon, sounds like Simon Borg's answering those questions. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I don't know, man. The Jets, 100 nothing today. 100 points in favor, favor of the Patriots. The Red Bulls, 59,000 to 1. <laughs> And, and and the That's kids getting right. with their another five just because yeah obviously come on come on now you got to give the kids you got to give the kids a run out you know <laughs> uh. pit of death All right. pit of death pit of death if you had to take kids from Chivas USA's youth system right versus like New York City FC's youth system and give them soccer balls and gloves right death match soccer death match who who comes out on top. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, probably good. So. I'm going New York, baby. Trick question. Nobody comes on top because we we believe in fair play. <laughs> oh, we start every game with fair play. Oh no! Everybody wins! Yay! Trophies for everybody! <laughs> <laughs> I would like that though. I would like I, that. I, it, go ahead. I was gonna say that reminds me of T-ball when they told me that <laughs> like parents were like, there are no runs, and then pretty much the end of the game when you shook the t- hands. Of the other team, it was just the kids arguing over who actually won. Like, no, we had more runs. And the kids' parents are still like, no, everybody wins. Like, bullshit, mom and dad. We scored more runs. Yeah, if we're not counting runs, what the hell am I doing out of here? <laughs> How's you dragging me away from my TV from? Could have been watching cartoons or playing video games. Like, I believe in nothing. Yeah, it's like, you're just like pretty much like, I believe in nothing. I'm going to start smoking at six. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already hitting the bottle. Damn you, I hate you guys. <laughs> I, can never, I can never win anything with you. Uh, Potato sack race. Job. That's how they should determine the supporter shield. And the show has reached a new low. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. All right. We, 
We gotta wrap it. Did we, did we, talk, enough we, soccer? Did we talk? Did we talk enough soccer? I think we did, right? Yeah, we did. Pretty good, good half good. hour of soccer. Uh, let's, let's recap. Dos Acero. What are we talking about? That's right. We'll recap the soccer talk. Dos Acero and the Red Bulls should crush, snap TFC like a Slim Jim. Hold on. We also got MISL yeah. and mascots with uh, T-shirt cannons. It's true. <laughs> you can't forget that. And. <laughs> Oh, I, I can't <laughs> win on this. We got one draft session. That's of course right. you can. Well, actually, you can't. Trick question. We don't keep score. <laughs> so you say that, but they keep bringing this shit up. So I can't get away from it. Sure. That's a good point. All right, on that guys, note, I, so we can actually, I can actually I move away from that. I want to thank you for letting me interview you guys. It was a pleasure. <laughs> yeah, thanks. You know, we'll, we'll really have to come on your show. I think that's sure. what happens, right? I don't know. I'll, if you come on my show, I'll just let you interview me. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. Yeah. A good plan. Luke's got to agree to that first. He's, he's, uh, he's not going to like the fact that we curse, so. No, no, no. He's very PG. He he edits like 18% of my intros. And by 18, <laughs> I mean like 82%. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you're welcome back here anytime because you know we carry the explicit tag. You can go nuts here, so. <laughs> This we, we are we are outlet. That's what we, that's what we are. We are outlet for all that stuff that you can't do on off the bench. <laughs> this is my safe zone, my safe place. <laughs> uh, happy place. On that note, <laughs> on that note, uh, we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, we'll have more Red Bull rant. Pedro, thanks once again for coming on at MLS Super Sub on Twitter at Off the Bench Pod. Be back right after this. Welcome back to the Rebel Rant. Once again, I want to thank Pedro for coming on. <laughs> that went on a lot longer than expected, but, I mean, come on. You, you couldn't stop him. We just, we just had to keep it going. <laughs> so uh, we're going to wrap this up fairly quickly. We're just going to obviously preview the TFC match. Um, Pat, we'll start with you. Actually, I'm sorry. i got to give the other guys' predictions first. Um, Zach is going to call this one as a 2 nothing win. Kevin's calling this as a 5 nothing win. So there's your crazy prediction. Um, Pete hasn't gotten back to me yet, so he... It's not accounted for. But so, Pat, you're up. What do you predict for Toronto? Uh, the Red Bulls are going to win, and they're going to win by a lot. Uh, Toronto sucks. The uh, Red Bulls are, are good. Um, they always seem to play well against Toronto at home. Um, I, I think there is a lot to be said for the uh, I, the contention that the fight between Petke and Henri was the beginning of something here for, uh, for the Red Bulls. And... Uh, I think it's going to continue against uh, Toronto, and uh, I'm going to go with I'm going to go too crazy. I'm going to go with a three nothing win. Oh, you bastard! That was actually going to be my score, and I got to get I got to get over you somehow. <laughs> what, what do I have to do here? Because I really don't think Toronto's going to score. It's just not going to happen. <laughs> oh boy, you're making it tough on me. I mean, the Red Bulls definitely should win this game. I don't think it's going to be a letdown. I think they can definitely keep rolling. Yeah, for some odd reason, I'll let Toronto have a little bit of joy, and I'll say uh, three to one. Three to one. Just because I need, I need to have a different score out there. Uh, I'm definitely thinking it's going to be a win. I don't think it's a question this week. And I hate saying that considering what this team was like only three weeks ago. But I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic. Look at me being optimistic. It's kind of surprising. Um, I'm cautiously optimistic that they have turned the corner. So obviously I'm going with a win. I'm not sure if they'll get up a goal or not. I kind of want to take the 4 nothing score line just, just the fact that I'm different. You know what? I, I, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do a 4 nothing on this one. I, it, I, the thing is, that's not even the crazy pick. Like, we, we said it, you know, 4 nothing, 4-1. Like, those aren't crazy predictions for this game. 5 nothing is. I mean, Kevin's just a madman at the point, but it's not really that crazy of a prediction he's, he's going into this week. The oh, yeah. He, he just doesn't care. He, he's got to make up points. He's just throwing every <laughs> to do it. He's letting it all hang out. <laughs> uh, see, I told you this is going to be a quick last segment. Um... So it's pretty have. Much, there's only one way to go about it. The Red Bulls are yeah. going to kick the shit out of Toronto FC. There's no other analyst analysis needed. Nope, really. What, what needs to be broken down? It's like Toronto. Exactly. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> Rampage! Uh, uh, all right, so that's all we had for tonight, but did you guys want to bring up anything before we uh, head out of here? I got nothing. 
Uh, I'm going to take us on a serious turn for a second, and I'm Uh-oh. just merely going to say that uh, our, our thoughts and prayers, or my thoughts and prayers, I don't know, maybe these two clowns don't care, but uh, my thoughts and prayers go out to uh, Seaside Heights, who got battered during Hurricane Sandy and uh, is now fighting a fire uh, that is still raging on its boardwalk and has consumed a number of businesses already, and uh, it's uh, still not in control, so... Uh, Thoughts and prayers go out to that town that's, you know, suffered enough already, and uh, it's just a bummer. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll echo those sentiments for sure. And it was such a shame because the reports I saw said that that boardwalk had – the actual boardwalk survived Sandy. It's so now all of a sudden they get this, and it's just it's just a sad yep. that it happens. Where do you take us down, Pat? I know. I ruined everyone's mood now. <laughs> Uh, Nobody died, though. Show. Nobody died. Uh, there you go. At least there's that. There's the, there's the happy news. Um, so look, look, I'm going to bring this up onto a, a higher note to end this one. This is something that I wanted to bring up with Pedro, but I kind of forgot. The best, One of the best things about Tuesday night is the fact that Mexico now sits fifth in CONCACAF qualifying. Not fourth, which is a playoff spot. They sit in fifth place out of everything. I know it's only it's only off a tiebreaker. It's only off a tiebreaker right now, and they have to play Panama, who they're tied with at home on the October 11th. But it's like DC. It just feels so good just seeing them on the verge of being eliminated. And actually, since I I completely forgot about that too, DC is also eliminated from the playoffs last week by Chivas. Uh, I'm actually I'm actually so happier it, about that. Uh, here's the funny thing. I think I forget who wrote it, uh, but somebody pointed out that if Mexico somehow doesn't make this World Cup, basically that could affect how many slots Concacaf gets in uh, 2018. So it's one of those be careful what you wish for kinds of things. And, and that being said, I still think somehow they're going to pull something out of their ass and qualify. But uh, oh, I, I know we'll I'm not. I, 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 I don't think they're not going to make it. Or at least, they'll at least make fourth. I mean, having to play home and away against New Zealand, I'm not really sure how that would go, but they'll make at least fourth place in the CONCACAF. I don't see that happen, that changing. I think they beat New Zealand in a, uh, friendly not too long ago, but I could be wrong. Yeah, but their, their record in competitive matches this year is not great. Oh, I think awful. they have, what, one win? Yeah, that's terrible. Yep. So. Alright, so let's wrap this one up. You can visit our website, redbullrant.wordpress.com. You can email us, redbullrant at gmail.com. You can call us, 973-348-5329. On Skype, our username is redbullrant. <clears throat> Facebook.com slash redbullrant. Google Plus on Twitter, at redbullrant, at docdistooge for myself, at pmacd82 for Pat, and at the Truman for Truman. You can also listen to us on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. If you're listening to us on iTunes, please, please leave us a rating. Let us know what you think about the show. And currently, I believe we're somewhere around 475 Twitter followers. I want to try to make that 500 by next week. So please, Ooh. if you don't mind. <laughs> there you yeah. go. 500, I, I want 500 followers. So if you're not following us on Twitter, please do so. If you are following us on Twitter, please let people know about the show. Any last thing to say yeah, we before we uh, have 25 more people? At least 25 more. 25 is the intermediate goal. There's there's other ones after that, but 25 is the next step up. Yeah. So uh, Anyway. In other words, any last Cam Girls, here's your opportunity to start following somebody. Woo! <laughs> uh, I like soccer. Um, Visit my site with pictures with me and my friends. Like, huh? Okay. <laughs> ah, porn again. They got me again. <laughs> All right, so do you guys have any last thing to say before we head out? Yeah. Hulk smash. Win big. Yeah. Uh, get rid of Toronto FC. Dispatch with them. All right. So for all of us here at the Red Bull Rant, this was episode number 74. Thank you for tuning in. And as always, go Red Bulls. Lights. Beale changes her name to Mrs. Timberlake. Oh.